Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the program. We appreciate you being here. My name is Willie Lawson. Uh, this is going to be a short program, about 20 minutes. There is a... Um, a f- after the fallout of the events of last weekend... Um, there has been a fallout and there's this fallout and there and people are scrambling because we are uh, under the impression that there's something that we can actually do about mass shootings or stabbings or, or when people behave in antisocial ways that there are legislative solutions to these problems, regulatory solutions to these problems when there there isn't there just isn't there just isn't um and one of the things that you've heard about is uh red red flag laws because um the shooter in el paso apparently his mom had tried to get the police or somebody to to see about him because he'd went out and he'd gone out and, and bought a firearm and he was historically unstable now it's interesting W all the time. Live long enough and you'll have stories. Uh, way back, um, maybe 30, 40 years ago, uh, 40 plus years ago, uh, there was a, uh, not far from where I lived, there was an incident where a person went into a Winn-Dixie grocery store and set a lot of people on fire and killed them. Uh, through gasoline and a match on people and literally set them on fire um, inside a grocery store. Um, the guy's name was Billy Ferry. You might have heard the story. Uh, it was it was a horrifying, terrible, horrifying event. And uh, I'm going to look up now when that was, but... It was one of those things where there was really nothing anyone could have done right then. But Billy Ferry had um, had had mental issues for a long time, a very, very long time, and his parents had tried to get help for Billy for a long time and wasn't able to. Um, as it turned out, Billy Ferry went, walked into a a grocery store in Claremel, which is just outside, just southeast of Tampa, and set a bunch of people on fire. Um, obviously, there was no firearm involved, so there was no legislation to restrict the purchase of gasoline. There was no legislation to restrict the purchase of matches uh, because there was nothing that anybody any legislation that anyone could have done to stop what Billy Ferry did and um, it was one of those things where I think I learned that 
evil can happen um, randomly, and there really isn't anything, anything. There really isn't anything you can do about it. Um, the thing that this uh, Billy Fairy and the El Paso shooter have in common, it seems, is that there was a family member calling out for help for their family member early. And those those cries for help uh, fell on deaf ears. Now, here's, and, and again, we're back to my same premise because here's the problem. The problem is that just because even a, fam a family member calls out for help and says, you know, my, my, my cousin is losing it. It doesn't mean that the police can come to your cousin's house and drag him out, lock him up for an, an interminable amount of time um, or go to their home and take their firearm um, without due process. It's one of those things that, of course, it seems like afterwards somebody should have done just that. However, it is a dangerous premise to think that what people ought to be able to do is accuse someone of being crazy so you can lock them up. Well, I don't know. I really don't know if we want to live like that. I really don't know if we want to live like that. And what bothers me is that um, in my time teaching at the local junior high school there, right down from the, the Winn-Dixie store, um, I worked in a classroom that had um, Billy's son, John. And it, it says in the, in, uh, well, when was it? 1991. John Ferry was arrested with a firebomb in Orlando. Why? Because he was being raised by the very same people who raised his father. It is absolutely incredible. But this little boy, and he was a little boy at the time, he was just in junior high school, had lived in that community with a horror of what his father had done that whole time. Everybody knew who this little boy was. Everybody knew who his dad was. Everybody knew what his dad had done. And he was he was in an emotionally handicapped classroom. Surprise, I know. Shocker. Um, being raised by the same uh, by the same people. In this particular instance, with the little boy, everybody knew that he was in trouble. So, uh, Billy, I mean, John's grandparents, of course, reached out to the school, reached out to the to the child psychologist at school, and all of the uh, the accoutrement that is attached to mental health at that that point and still John got arrested uh, with a firebomb in Orlando still 
So, um, it is hard to say if anything could actually be done. Now, with these red flag laws, um, I think people are under the impression that um, someone did know something and there was something that could be done. Maybe, maybe not. Um, they're taking this whole um, idea of see something, say something down to your neighbor across the street when you are a not a licensed anything and you're basically, what you're trying to do is, is you're trying to predict the future. I don't know if, if we all as a society want to be under the psychological Dr. Phil um, auspice of your neighbor who may have ought against you for something else and just decides to call the police and say, um, that dude's got guns and I don't think he's stable and have the police come and knock on your door. I don't know if we want to live in a society that way. What I do know is that I know I don't want to live in that society. And I understand the horror and the sadness and the grief that a lot of the people who, uh, who are family members of those who were, who were shot and killed in both El Paso and at Stoneman Douglas and in Dayton and at Columbine and at Sandy Hook must be going through. A free society can be a fairly dangerous place to live. I mean, we have, time has proven that again and again. Now, we can decide that we're going to blame this sort of behavior, especially with guns, on video games. But when Billy, and I was go back to Billy Ferry, Billy Ferry's example, um, there were no violent video games then. There were barely any video games. But there definitely weren't, weren't any violent video games. There weren't any video games that showed people throwing gasoline on somebody and setting them on fire. There was no Mortal Kombat. People ripping out each other's spines. I don't think that even Wolfenstein, and those of you who are gamers know Wolfenstein, was the first, 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 first person shooter game that was out. I don't even think that that was such a big deal then. I don't think people had Wolfenstein. Because most people didn't ha even have a computer at that time. So most people weren't playing Wolfenstein. Or Wolfenstein. So. And movies. Motion pictures weren't nearly as violent. Then when Billy Ferry walked into that. Win Dixie and decided to pour gasoline on everybody, uh, everybody he could, and set as many people on fire as he could. There was, I mean, there was no television shows that portrayed that. There were no movies that portrayed that. So, all the what are now traditional go tos on why something happened didn't exist then. And then we have to stop living in this fantasy that um, this stuff didn't happen. When we were growing up. Well, it did. It did. 
But the blame game wasn't to blame politicians. The blame game wasn't to blame movies. The blame game wasn't to blame video games. Uh, we blame the person that did it. We put the responsibility solely on the person who committed the atrocity. Solely on the person who committed the atrocity. And that's where the responsibility lays. Because if you move it anywhere else, what you're trying to do, what you're going to do is restrict somebody else's, who is innocent, restrict their freedom for some illusion, frankly, of safety. There was, um, two, two, I, believe, I believe two days ago, um, somebody in Southern California who was running around stabbing people. He didn't run around shooting people with an AR-15. He didn't run around shooting people with a Glock. He didn't run about, he went around shooting people with a, with a Mac-10. He, he, he ran around stabbing people with a knife. Stabbing people. So, you know, we joke a little bit, you know, in this country about restricting knives, but that's exactly what they've done in the UK. Do you want to live, and this is what the deal is, so you want to live in a society where the government will restrict what kind of knife you have in your kitchen? Do you, do you want to live in that society and then say that you are living in a free society? This is a choice that we have to make. Do you? Most of us at this point do not. So in order to live in a free society, we have to understand that a free society can be a dangerous place. It can be a dangerous place. And we have to sort of, we have to understand that um, going into it. So it is an insane and dangerous practice to blame anybody other than the assailant, than the guilty party. The NRA does not have blood on their hands because of the shooting at Stoneman Douglas um, or in El Paso or at Sandy Hook or at Dayton or anywhere else. You know, one of my um, friends posted on Facebook that it's the, I think it's the 30th anniversary or whatever of the Tate, Bian Tate Bianca murders. Tate Bianca, of course, for those of you who are old heads like me, that you, you know that that's, that's Charles Manson stuff, right? Did anybody blame the NRA? Anybody blame um, the knife company that produced the knives? That a an unborn child was cut from a woman's body, and and they were both and, and in that they both bled out and and they were both murdered. Did did we blame the knife company? Did we blame the firearms? Did we? No, we blame Manson and Manson's band of killers. And, and Charles Manson, who, who just died recently, would have, if California had not changed his laws, he would have died 30 years previous. Charles Manson was headed to the gas chamber. Because Charles Manson and his band of killers were the responsible parties. It wasn't the it wasn't it wasn't Abbey Road. It wasn't the White Album. It wasn't any of that. It was Charles Manson and his band of killers. They were the responsible party.
not Paul McCartney, not the record industry. But we've we've changed a little bit, unfortunately, um, in, a, in in a negative manner. And I believe that it has a lot to do with us being afraid. I think it has all to do with us being afraid. The randomness of it for us. We live in a society that is, for the most part, a pretty safe place. Most of us, not all of us, but most of us, lock our doors, lock our windows, turn, our, turn on our security systems, go in our bedrooms, turn down the AC, and sleep like rocks. And what we expect, what we fully expect every day is that when we get up to go to work, our car is still in the driveway or in the garage. And everything that we have in the house is still there. That is our expectation. Our expectation is that we will be able to go to work. Whether we drive there, whether we take public transit or we walk or ride a bicycle unmolested work our eight hours and return to our home safely that is our expectation what we don't understand is that that's our expectation in this society that's not every or or, or your situation that's not everybody's expectation so i think and again i won't say that we're spoiled I won't say any of those things. I think that that's been our expectation and it's a good expectation. And I think that's what we, we should. But what we cannot trade, we have to be very careful is that we cannot and we must not trade safety for liberty. Because if we trade safety for liberty, we won't have safety either. We won't have either. Rob Thompson, one of my favorite people in the world, once said, whatever you compromise to keep, you will someday lose. So if we compromise our liberty for safety, at some point we will have neither. And once liberty is lost, once liberty is willfully and gladly exchange for some illusion of safety, you can never get it back. You will never give it back. Once government grabs something, it never lets it go. Once government grabs something, whatever that is, it never lets it go. And I'll give you a bunch of examples. Here's the examples because of my, my, my time in education that I'll give you. When somebody said, kids aren't eating balanced meals, then the school system, government, decided that we would feed them breakfast. They would show up to school hungry. We would feed them breakfast. So they have the breakfast program. Well, what do we do at lunchtime when the other kids are ripping out their peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? Well, it wasn't good because those kids ne needed lunch to finish the day. So we started feeding kids lunch. Now we're feeding kids lunch and breakfast and that and school meals is one of the biggest money makers that businesses use when they're providing when, when the Cisco truck is pulling up to 
to hundreds of schools, thousands of schools, tens of thousands of schools, uh, you know, a day. It's huge business. And for some, some, some school districts, the school lunch room is a profit center. Now, how the hell do you have a profit center in the middle of a public school? Well, that's what you got. Oh, well, and now there are programs that say, what, what do we do now? Yes, we fed them breakfast and we fed them lunch, but they go home and there's nothing to eat. So some, some school districts have experimented with feeding kids dinner or feeding them something before they go home so they can get through the night so they can come back in the morning and you can feed them breakfast and lunch. And it's one of those things where that's a problem that is never going to be solved. The school system has taken that on and it's never going to let it go. No matter how expensive it gets, uh, no matter what, they're never going to let it go. Because that's what government does. Once government grabs something, once you offer something to, to the beast we call government, it never lets it go. So once you decide through red flag laws or whatever you, that you are going to give up a part of your liberty for safety, you're screwed. And you're screwed forever. I know our knee-jerk reaction is, but Willie, we have to do something. Mike Pence was not wrong when he said that if you want to change the country, you want to change our society, we've got to spend a lot more time on your knees than on social media. got to spend a lot more time praying than commenting on Facebook and Twitter. President Mike Prince. Ooh, I said that, didn't I? Uh, Vice President Mike Pence was not wrong. A lot of snarkiness from the left on that tweet, but Mike Pence was not wrong. So if we 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 if we, if we hope to solve these problems, a lot more time on our knees, a lot less time on Twitter. All right, we got to get out of here and make room for somebody else. So again, until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody. And for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We'll see you when we see you. Bye-bye now. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.